amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hi, kids. Thanks for checking out Tanner, Drew, and Laura's Donkey Show podcasto. Heard online at 1059thebrew.com. I'm Tanner. Drew's there. Hey. Laura's here. Hello. And the one and only Buster Ass Marcus is joining us from his house in Eugene. Good morning, good sir. What's happening? How you guys doing? It's going well, Buster Ass Marcus. Haven't heard from you in a while. We actually got a talkback message from a guy who was listening to us from Eugene today, and we asked him, when's the last time he had Burrito Boy? And he goes, oh, it's been a while, but I had Burrito Amigos yesterday. Mm -hmm. And you know there's a storied past there. What? It's oh, all did, one family. Oh, that's right. And there was a divorce? Uh, well, early on, I believe his brothers or cousins of the Burrito Boy family took their talents to Burrito Amigo and opened mm. basically like Dutch Brothers style food. I remember there was just a stand. Ups. And yeah. wasn't it on 6th? Uh, yeah. And it was on 11th. And yeah. it was out whenever you'd get out to Nowheresville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so during that time, they built their brand up, and then a divorce happened in the Burrito Boy family. He was ousted, but the two companies remain very so. Legit. They're very similar then in taste, I would assume, because yeah, I don't think I've ever had differences. I don't think I ever ate a Burrito Amigos. I was a Burrito Boy guy. Me too. You know, stay fast and true. Team what do they boy. say? What are, what's the line? I have no idea. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. We um, are loyal to yeah, the death. I'm loyal to. I'm brand loyalty, son. And mm-hmm. I was all about Burrito. Also, Burrito Boy's green sauce. I will murder you for it. Right uh, now, I'd kill you. And I loved wow. their their wet uh, yeah. their wet burritos. That enchilada sauce was just on it, They had good enchilada sauce. I personally liked my burritos dry. Mm-hmm. And you had to get them there because if they, you usually wrapped them in foil. And get then by the time you got it home, uh, it'd be a little soggy. I, I don't see, like me a soggy tortilla, Laura. So, Marcus, wow. are you still in the burrito game? Yes, and I'm still a, a, just a diehard boy fan. Yeah! Yeah, I've actually never eaten at Burrito Amigos. Um, I never saw the reason to. And, and actually, uh, an article in the Register Guard, which is our local paper down here, just came out. And Burrito Boy scored some of the highest in restaurant inspections uh, in, like, I don't know, a group of probably 10 restaurants that they were profiled. I do That's remember it, cool. it, it being That's a cool. very clean restaurant. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I I don't remember it being gross. And, like, you know, you go into some places that are Mexican restaurants, and it's just kind of not. The food is dope. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite spot. I'm not going to say it. People know if they know, but my favorite spot's kind of like that. It's kind of dirty. Yeah, it can be a little dinge, but that's what adds a little bit of flavor. I love it. And Burrito Boy's got an advantage, especially over the Amigo, because the Burrito Amigo was, they were targeting the working man. You're going to work, you need a quick burrito, go back out to the lot. Burrito Boy was on the edge of campus, so when I was an 18-year-old blackout, I would go in there and eat them. And that was 24 hours, that one. Mm-hmm. Is it still 24 hours, the one on... Can- the Close to campus? What is it, across... Franklin? It's, it's by that courthouse, that really fancy courthouse. Mm-hmm. What is that, yeah, seventh? I'm not what sure if that one still exists. That's Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, 
if you guys went down to the campus area right now, you might get lost just turning in a circle. It it looks so much different. Than I know. It used to. I want to go to Eugene so bad because I haven't been in so long. It's and kind every of time a I, bummer. Every time I go there, it looks different, and it's that thing. It's like, oh, I don't, you know, like that like Mexican. It wasn't cool when I was here. I really like that Mexican <laughs> restaurant that used to be close to the freeway. Mm-hmm. And they used to have these big single to mile parties. El the Torito. Fucking building's not even there anymore. Last mm-hmm. time I was there, they just flattened the building. By the yeah. way, did you see that building was flattened by the radio station here this morning? It was there no. yesterday. Which I didn't. One? I just, uh, under Where? darkness. As soon as you turn off, like as I turn on, you, you will be coming to the same area, yeah. right? We turn, I don't know what that it's road is. Is one of those floored? I think it was the Kaiser Permanente building. Oh, okay. I just wasn't paying any. I was a little I drove late, by it so today and I go, ass. this morning it was just fucking gone. It was there yesterday and this huh. morning it is gone. We are insane. It's just quick. It's a real quick. bold move to put the word Permanente on the side of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it doesn't permanente. look so Permanente to me. But uh, yeah, it's fascinating how fast they can tear these buildings down dude i uh when i first moved here i lived in the kearns neighborhood and there was an everyday music right around the corner and i it was open because i went in there i think it was like right before christmas or something and i bought an olivia rodrigo record on yeah. on vinyl and uh had to get driver's license on oh, exactly yeah. exactly um and like maybe a week or two later it was closed and i was like oh yeah weird and then I remember calling them because I wanted to do something for the show, and they go, "Yeah, we're actually closing." And I was yeah. like, "What? You guys have been open my entire life living here." And then, mm. it, and they just leveled it. And like, I drove Ouch. by the other day, and I was like, "What the? What? Yeah, what? now it's a It's like gone." And dude, I go, dr- I drive downtown and to southeast Portland, your neck of the woods area, yeah. northeast Portland, uh, uh, Laura, and. It's unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. it's so different. You have to like try and find one landmark yeah. and then work off of that. And they just took down that, uh, I can't remember what it was called, the milk place with the, that had like that iconic the milk carton dairy. on top of it. They just leveled that building, the sunshine. And did you see, oh God, the Portland's changing so much. And I don't know it's for the best. Obviously, we know about the two Walmarts that are shutting down in Portland. Do you yeah. see that another grocery store shutting all of their locations in Portland? I read this yesterday on KGW's site. Uh, What's the name of the grocery store? Because it was a unique one that I hadn't heard before. But they got three stores and they're all leaving Portland. That's, see, that is two giant chains in just a mm-hmm. week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. That and are bailing sketchy. on Portland. I know. We got to do I, something. I've been to get... Oh, sorry. No, it's all right. Go ahead. I've just been wondering what the what the local perception is, because obviously Eugene's got its own local news and they try to like not cover that Portland stuff, I think, to make us feel more important down here. But... I've seen all of that that coverage coming out of Portland and wondering, like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Because you listen to Walmart and they're like, eh, it's just not we're not making money. And then you listen to local people and they're like, it's the crime. Right. Well, well, and, and that's what we thought at first. But you got to think also that Portland is it's two things. It is crime riddled, but it's also hoity toity. Yeah, but and, the places where those but, Walmart Walmarts were were less. So. And here's the thing. You're paying so, a but, lot of money. For a crime-riddled area. Yeah. And think about the profit margin in a Walmart in a rural area is just as good or better. They don't have the riffraff. They don't have the bullshit. So you know what they do? They say, we're going to cut our losses in this area. Maybe it's not exactly the crime, but that doesn't help when we put it all on paper. You guys, uh, and we uh, we all watched a TikTok in the studio this week of a guy, I, I don't know the name of the business, but he's on MLK. And I want to say- Oh, he has it like he's a- private business owner but he's yeah. got a beautiful let me, office oh, I can find let me find the TikTok cuz I found it really quickly when I showed you guys so this guy he's in a really beautiful place on MLK a lot of those redone spots right. that you've right. seen lots of windows he mm-hmm. comes to work one morning and there's a bullet hole in the window that he sits next to every day it's his office 
It looks like a couple of them, like one of them would hit him in the back of the head and the other one would hit him in the spine. He would have been killed if he would sit. If he was sitting there, he would have been dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to find this here. And it's almost like they aimed for the computer chair that was sitting there, like somebody's practicing. Yeah, right? That's sketchy. Now watch. When I want to find it quickly, it'll be nowhere. God. This always happens. When I want to find something fast to serve somebody. Because you like 300 TikToks a day. I know, and I need to fucking calm down. I like too many TikToks. That's my problem. You're absolutely right. All those talks. But I stopped sending Tanner TikToks because he couldn't get to him. I couldn't get to him. He's like, I'm already neck deep in TikToks. Too many talks to watch, man. I'm overwhelmed over here. I don't know. I might have lost the idea. You get the gist. Yeah. He walked into work and there was a bullet hole in his He's just like, and he's kind of joking about it. He's like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm done with you, Portland. I'm done with you. I'd go to the suburbs. And yeah. I do, and I do, and you know what I I completely understand him. And I mean, in terms of rent, and I, he's got to be paying yeah. an arm and a leg, You're paying all that money to maybe, maybe on MLK die? not for as much, but still. And even if it's not violent, guys, think about how like very rarely, and I'm talking like on one hand where someone walks in, it's like someone's broken into cars in the parking lot, or someone's done this in the parking lot. Right. If we worked on MLK, if we parked our cars at five something in the morning out there, mm-hmm. we would all be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Daily. That's not cool. I can't find it anyway. You get the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. End of this <laughs> this place so on MLK. I don't, I don't Call your landlord what, right now. I don't know what the answer is, but there's got to be an answer somewhere. You know, Laura went to Austin, which is, you know, uh, very weird. We even stole the key. It's not even, a, yeah. I, it was so interesting to me because all I ever heard is that like, oh, Portland and Austin. Yeah, Austin's like the Portland of the South. And I get there and I'm like, not really. It's pretty clean. It, but not even in terms of like cleanliness. But that, yes, that is true. Um, but you didn't have to. You, how many shits did you see on the street? Not a single human shit. Not a shit. single shit. And like the, the scooters were all parked upright, not like thrown into the <laughs> road. We like, we like ours <laughs> on their side at the yeah. end of their area, right? Yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, um, anyway, what a time. To be anyways, alive. although I will say that Austin is also, I mean, everywhere you look, it's like condo, apartment complex, like cranes everywhere because yeah. it's just like uh, I don't know what the answer is, size. but other cities aren't like this, and I don't know why we're allowing it to happen. You know, I don't know why when but it's not the police are called or you know the, down. you got a guy smoking fentanyl out of a foil made pipe under a deck of somebody's Dude, condo and they don't take him away. I don't understand that. Yeah. And then they say it's not that simple. It's a, how about it's as simple as just the the term we choose us. And as a city, right. as the people who pay the bills, we choose us. Taxpayers, people who yes. pay their rent and, and, like and people, mortgage and, and go to work every and day. Just like, we're done. Here's your warning. You have three months. Get out of this city or we are hosing down the road. And I understand, like, you want to be empathetic. You want to be compassionate towards these people. But there's a, a line between being compassionate and funding the problem. It's just yeah. like You're not helping these people, giving them a cigarette and a pat on the back. You're not helping them. You're and giving them a new them, tent. You're, you're, you're giving them a death sentence is what you're doing. It's the opposite yeah. of compassion because you're, you're enabling right. these people to continue doing what That's they're right, doing. That's right, Laura. And Say I, it. Yeah. That's right, Laura. And yeah. a health inspection. Bing bong. How do you think a health inspection would go in one of those camps? It's riddled with bacteria, filth, disease, and uh, dirty There's needles. at least eight poops allowed in a tent. Yeah, before uh, it's, and, it's deemed unacceptable. Yeah, eight, eight poops and a few needles before it's deemed unacceptable. I hear they do it in the tent just to keep the wind from blowing them away. And have you seen have you seen footage of them going and cleaning up the tents? They'll go into a tent and they'll find a five gallon bucket full of human shit. And who was telling with us a, that with they're, a towel over they're it, drinking yeah. their own urine to salvage the pills? So the the, uh, the yeah. to get the opiates. <gasps> mm-hmm. 
They're drinking the oh urine. That, so when God. you see the guy on the side of the road with a giant tub of, of piss, he's planning on drinking That's that. That's like Gatorade. Or he is drinking that. And it's, fentanyl he, is so powerful that they can rebuzz. It is so sad because I feel like 10 years ago, and maybe I'm wrong here, and correct me if I am, but 10 years ago, if we grabbed a random sampling of the people that we found, uh, let's say, on, on MLK, one of the worst spots in Portland, I don't feel like we would be dealing with the same scale of mental illness as what we're dealing with now. Well, and, also and, mental oh, yeah. illness on top of that trank stuff that everyone's taking. That yeah, trank that, is making people, that flesh-eating stuff, it's making people zombies. It's kind of like, and it's interesting right too because Robocop. it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the mental illness come first or did the drugs? It's hard to tell at this point because it's, it's so intermingled. It's the recycling yeah. sign. It yeah. One falls onto the other that falls back on itself again. Yeah. Um, but that Tanner's right. It's that drug. That drug is new. That drug is on another level. And when we, it's weird people who have, like, all of us know something about drugs. I, I consider us somewhat educated on it. And for all of us for a year to scratch our heads and not know what they're on? Yeah. That's right. weird, right? It's weird to me. It's very strange. And it's synthetics, man. I mean, they can make anything in a lab these days. Uh, we've yeah. seen that going all the way back to the original, like the synthetic marijuana that they were creating, whatever they called it, spice, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, look, it's I know this is going to sound weird, but if you're going to do drugs, uh, you should know where you're getting them from. And and that's impossible in a city the size of Portland. It's impossible in right. Eugene. But, dude, how many more? How many more newspaper articles do we need to see where 17 year olds are dropping dead because right. they've got ecstasy yeah. laced with fentanyl? You know, yeah, it's, and it's mm -hmm. it's a nationwide thing. I mean, obviously, like you said, in cities like Portland, it's it's it runs rampant. But I mean, the fentanyl problem is is everywhere yeah. in itself. Yeah. Even get rid of the trank or whatever, just the fentanyl. Yeah. They've ruined, and I'll just say it: they've ruined street drugs because people <laughs> yeah. used to be able to have a good time, yeah. and now you can't trust a thing. Well, from I can already see it. It's going to be like, back in my day, we used to be able to buy an eight ball and not see a human <laughs> shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the best line of the whole podcast right there. That. That's great. Dude, so uh, you want to, I totally forgot about this, but what? um, so I'm watching my friend's cat uh, this weekend, and uh, they, they left to go on vacation, and she calls me, and she's like, hey, just so you know, there's like a weird bike by the our back gate and we don't know who it belongs to so maybe if you get there just like keep an eye on it or let us know if it's still there because obviously it's just you know whoever left their bike and it was not right. a child you know um so it's just so i get there and uh, the bike is still there and i'm like yeah i don't know what to do i mean I, you checked and nobody's like in your backyard or anything and she's like no it doesn't look like anybody's there but i think it's just like some stray addict because we saw that there was just like a bunch of like Narcan on the back. A stray addict. And I was like, people are just toting around Narcan now. It's just like, just in case I overdose on who knows what. You know, honestly, least, it might not be a bad idea for you to have a thing of that at your house. Because I'm not saying you're in a bad neighborhood, but you're in a place where you might find someone on the porch foaming at the mouth. Right. You know, and everyone's allowed to have it now. I think when I my think kids- I think you can buy it over the counter. And I hate to even say this, but like when my kids turn 15, I'll probably have it in the house. Yeah. Because if someone comes running up and tells me that someone's ODing in the backyard, yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. Hey, dying on my- um, Not on my watch. <laughs> on I'll my bring watch. you back to life and walk you to the road. Yeah. You are not dying in my yard. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, of, 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 I don't know, how do I transition to the Sean Kemp thing? Just give it a shot. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Pop, Sean pop. Kemp. I don't know how to fucking transition into that. S- speaking of people who have gone astray. Yeah, there we go. Things that lead to you shots fired. You know who could that stray bike a long way is Sean Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, video shows Sean Kemp opening fire on somebody. Earlier we heard it was a drive-by arrest and then video came out. And it looks like he's just standing in a parking lot shooting into a forerunner. You can't see the forerunner really. You can't see who's shooting at. You don't know why he's shooting. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Uh, we don't know any other facts other than that. He didn't flee the scene. He kind of stayed in the area, actually waved down a cop at one point, who then did arrest him. He has been arrested, and he's still being held. And so we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. What is going on? Marcus, when you read that story, when you saw that Sean Kemp opened fire on somebody in a parking lot, what was the first thing you thought? I was sad, man, because I was a you know Blazers fan, obviously, from the word go, but I always had a soft spot for the Rain Man. I think it was Blazers versus Bulls on, on Sega Genesis that really made me fall in love with Sean Kemp, and mm-hmm. I was always kind of a, a counterculture kid when it came to the shoes. Everybody had Nikes. I got the Reeboks, and that was Sean Kemp's brand, but I will say this also. Sean Kemp has been kind of slowly going downhill ever since he left the NBA, uh, he's been involved in in more of these, I, I don't think shootings, but I know he's had some problems with drugs. I know he's had some problems with the law. And I just hope that whatever's going on here, you know, if he was, if he stuck around and waved down a cop, that's the one shade of hope that I have that maybe he felt threatened. But still, even if somebody shows you a gun from the inside of their car, you can't just pull out and start shooting. I mean, right. it's, it's and really- it does look like at first he wanted to flee the scene, right? Doesn't it look like he kind of, yeah. he's like, he's yeah. going to leave and then he turns around and then Scurries the people back. in the video, I, I could, I could play the video again, I guess, but the people in the video think that he's trying to ditch the gun here. Let me play the audio. Here's a, uh, it's not very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the audio of Sean Kemp firing at somebody in the parking lot. And Marcus, <laughs> I've, I've got you potted up for some reason. He's really quiet. So could be loud. Yeah, be careful. Coming for the belt. Oh, oh, shit. You got some goods on the you Gotta front watch end. the 30-second UFC commercial first, because you know how They know it's TMZ a hot video. Mm. By the way, did you see Jake Gyllenhaal all ripped for that movie? Dude, Guy looks, looks loaded fantastic. up. He's playing like a UFC fighter, and he looks fucking jacked. Like, he could actually fight. He's like, the two areas on the sides of where your abs are look like kegs. Yeah, like <sighs> like he's wearing a suit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a muscle suit. Yeah, he looks really good, that Jake Gyllenhaal. So it's some movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Broadhouse. Oh, yeah. okay. So, oh my God, I'm he, so excited he for that. plays Patrick Swayze's character, but he's an ex-UFC fighter. Ah. And that's the way they wrote it out. Got it. Sweet. You know kick ass. Got the gun in his right hand. He's yelling at that guy in the forerunner. So in the video, it's taken from... Oh, shit, there's this first shot. I guess it's the only shot. So it's taken from, I don't know, Drew, how far do you think? 100 feet away? This video? Yeah, two parking lots away. Yeah, he's a ways away, and then it looks like he has zoomed his camera in as far as it'll allow him. And you can see him moving. You can see Sean Kemp moving his arm, so he's yelling something. He's yelling something, and then pulls the trigger. He's yelling at that guy in the forerunner. Nope, sorry.
Oh. You can kind of see him put the gun in his waistband, too. It's like, what did I do? And those are quick lights. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Were they already in the parking lot and they heard it? Because this is like a mall or something, right? So yeah. there's already cops who hang here. Maybe he's a run-a-cop, yeah. Hey, red, red vest. Red vest. Gun in right hand. But, but and you can see in the video Sean Kemp pointing at the guy he shot at. He's looking at the cop and pointing at the guy he shot at. So he clearly thinks he's in the right. And the fact, if you're in the complete wrong, I don't think you come back. No, I don't think so. He hasn't even left yet. So here he is getting into his car. Because at first he is like, okay, and then the cop, you see a cop chasing the car down. He's at least running to the scene. Big doughy cop. He's not mm -hmm. running very fast. It was such a weak jog. Then you can see, you can see him kind of drive away, and the cop is trying to wave him down. It definitely looks he's driving away from the cop. And the cop's trying to wave him down. Now he's slowly turning around. Which is, this is the weird part, if they find a gun in that bush. He's slowly turning around, heading back to the area where he pulled the trigger. And they think he ditched the gun. So where's the forerunner right now? Like, who's the guy? Where's They're he? gone. And if you leave the scene of a shooting, you're shady. Right. Like, if someone shoots into my car, park. Like, once the, the danger's gone. Yeah. I'm going to wait around. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. talk to the cops and get my side. And the cop kind of hangs back, because I'm not sure he knows what's going on, really. He's on a... It looks like the cop's on a phone. He's a little dude the dude. Sean Kemp then crosses the street in his car again. Mm -hmm. Gets out now. He's getting out of the vehicle, and then the cop is trying to tell him to stay inside of his vehicle. He doesn't stay in his vehicle. He's gonna stay and get his narrative out first. Yeah, he wants to get the first word. Yeah. yeah. Now here's what happened. Sir, get back in the car. And you can see the him, Sean Kim, talking to the cop now. The cop's on the phone still. Here's another angle. It looks like a, almost looks like a car dealership. She's got it right there. I don't know what this is. Just a lot of cars. They had to know it was him. Fuck yeah, I got cuffs. Oh, gloves. So there's that. Yeah, I got the 911 call if you want to hear it too. Yeah, let's do it. So this is from TMZ. Sean Kemp, uh, Sean Kemp uh, allegedly wasn't the only one pulling the trigger during his parking lot altercation. Uh, police responded to two suspects firing shots at each other. Hmm. Okay. All right. Here's the audio. Um. God in heaven. More these of, commercials. More because it did sound, a, and I, I thought it was an echo. It did sound like it went pop pop. Yeah, I thought that was an echo too. I thought it was just one. Is that two people firing, or is it reported as yeah, that because I mean, they heard they the were echo, or maybe the the shots were before the camera started? Yeah. It wasn't like point blank, but it was pretty close range. So I don't know how two people could have shot and neither of them. Tanner said got it best. Hit. Sean Kemp could never shoot. He was never known for his shooting. What about yeah, the other guy? He's a dunker. Yeah. Uh, so here it is. Drug addict. Uh, here it is, <laughs> the audio of TMC Sports. Come on, three sector cars, possible disturbance. The shots fired outside the Firestone at the mall, 4502 South Steel Street. Report of two subjects firing shots at each other between here and the JCPenney's. Baker 174. 119. Baker 119, Baker 174 in route. Four shots have been heard. The area between the Firestone Four. and JCPenney's, no descriptions yet. Hmm. But that could be ricocheted. A lot of the times people say, oh, I heard, you know, so-and-so shots, but... Right. Uh, it echoed through yeah. the lot or it bounced. Right. 
We have another citizen calling in that said one male is shooting at a black male in front of J.C. Penny. 1401. X-ray 456. X-ray 456. We'll have the walk on the now. my partner's calling security now. A citizen is providing descriptions of two vehicles, gray, newer Toyota 4Runner, and a black Porsche SUV. The SUV is occupied by a black male in his 30s. Six-tooth in build, black hair, red vest, and dark jeans. Get a black pistol and fired five ten. He's fifty-three. Yeah, thirties. And he's like seven foot tall. So. Yeah. Get a black pistol and fired five ten shots at the subject in the forerunner. Now it's the five to ten shots. There's so much misinformation. Currently left on TMB. The Porsche SUV was heading over towards the Firestone. And possibly now back towards. Uh, am I the only one who gets really frustrated listening to 911 calls? This one's not that bad, but I get so upset at the 911 operators. How they're just so lackadaisical. Because I, I hear, you know, I think it's because we've been in radio so long. I hear people pretty clearly when they're mm. on the phone. And when I hear 911 operators going, what? 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 After they've clearly said the address like five times? Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to be annoyed. You need to be a good listener. Oh, it's so annoying. I actually read the story the other day about a, a 911 operator who was sent to jail because she kept hanging up on people. Dang. Oh, no. This bitch. That's actually, yeah. Yeah. How bad is that description? Oh, no. Six foot two, 30 something, a, a 6'10, almost 54 yeah. year old man would walk right by you. Someone's yeah. got some eye, some vision problems. Got yeah. the red vest right, though. Yeah, good job on the vest. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we are waiting to find out what the, the latest details are, but sources tell Fox 13 that Kemp was acting out of self-defense, and he was attempting to retrieve stolen property when someone opened fire on him. I see. Oh, he was booked. Defense. Kemp was booked on a felony drive-by shooting at 5.58 p.m. at the Pierce County Jail wouldn't yesterday. It be, wouldn't it be an interesting like turn of events if it was just like a... Facebook Marketplace was trying to buy some new Nikes, and this bro, like, I said 20, and he only wanted to give me 15. I was like, no, bro, we agreed on 20. Like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, could be and that that's, simple. That's what happened. It's very true. Rebox. Oh, yeah, of course. I kind, of to, I kind of wanted to touch real quick on something that Laura said. Uh, this is why if anybody ever pulls a handgun on you, and you're not going to stand there and defend yourself, which would be smart, turn and run. Because if you've never fired a handgun before, you don't really understand how hard it actually is to hit something that's pretty close to you. After right. like 20 feet, if somebody's moving and you're moving or you're acting quickly, the chances that you're going to hit somebody, even from that far away, go down pretty drastically. Yeah, like Marcus and, and I go target practicing and he can't hit anything. Like he misses, <laughs> he misses and that's his. standing still. Yeah, no, well, but he's right, though. It is very difficult. And I always thought about that. Like, if you've got a sniper or something, what about zigzags? Mm-hmm. Is that crazy? Yeah, Am I crazy talking? No. But sniper rifles, that that's the difference between a pistol and a, and a rifle is the bullet hasn't been accelerated down a long tube that points it in the exact direction. You get three, maybe five inches, six at the most out of a handgun, right? And that bullet is is a lot rounder. It's not pointy like a, like a rifle bullet is. It's not yeah. meant to go over distance. And there's some pistols out there that people say once you're more than 25 feet away, like a 40 caliber. The joke there is after you're past 25 feet, just throw it at him. You'll have a better <laughs> chance. <laughs> so true. Yeah.
Yeah, well, there you go. It's crazy. We'll give you uh, updates tomorrow when we hear more information on the Sean Kempor deal. But if you want to see the video, it's on the blog. But, yeah, kind of disappointing to read that this morning. But, but, I know. I always loved him as a player, and it's nostalgia, and right? I weirdly want him to but the be story, justified. It does sound a little bit better than it did this morning. This morning mm. we were hearing drive-by. Now yeah. we're hearing self-defense. Right. Yeah, 911 calls. They're like, 38 shots fired! <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. Calm <laughs> down. Tomorrow he'll have a bazooka. Yeah, exactly. Right? Be I can't repeat. believe he yeah. missed him with rocket a rocket. launcher. That's crazy. Tomorrow's going to be an exciting show. One more pair of Choose Your Adventure tickets. Either tickets to co- comedian Bill Maher or WWE SmackDown. Yo, Bill Maher's getting swept. Nobody's week, chosen the Bill Maher tickets this week. Everyone's chosen the SmackDown tickets. Marcus, what would you choose? Ah, man, I, I, you know, Bill Maher's been growing on me a little bit. I, I'll admit that, and I never thought you'd hear me say that, especially into a goddamn microphone. But um, <laughs> I, I haven't been to a wrestling event ever, and I really do think that would be fun to go see one because, I mean, I hear they're crazy. Just like I want to get ear thrown on me and have somebody screaming at a dude with a chair. I don't know. It sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, it um, could be a like one of those got to knock it off the list at some point. Both are the same right. like caliber for me. Like uh, Marcus, I'm the same with Marcus. Like he's grown on me, but I don't care to see him in person. Like yeah. if there's traffic, I'm not going. Yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely if it's on a weeknight. But SmackDown's the same thing. Like it might be kind of fun. I don't like wrestling really. Well, SmackDown's on a Friday night, so yeah, right. yeah, and you know people are just gonna be tossed. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know being tossed at the Moda Center, you get it's a, a slice time. of sizzle pie, you get some of that popcorn. Yeah. Get tossed in more ways than one. Sure. If you get too like close to the ring. You show up in your little man hammock, you toss it every way you want it. That's yeah. right. So, all right. So, Marcus would choose WWE. Is that what he's decided I on? I think so, yeah. I think so. I think I'm like 60 40 WWE Ooh, here. All right. Close, close. Well, tomorrow at 7 30, you'll get a chance to choose again. And then we'll also uh, hear from Laura because she's going to Cirque du Soleil tonight. Uh-huh. Nice. And she's actually going to, uh, they're going to teach her how to juggle. Oh man, I I'm need some help because this. that's been one thing that like juggling, I cannot wrap my mind around. It's it. really hard. Like I see people I do it, and I'm like, it. how? Well, the, so. the, you're gonna get, you're gonna learn from the the best of the best. I know, if I'm you excited. can't learn from them, you aren't capable. <laughs> well, that might be the case. I don't know. Uh, we got a camera crew going with Laura today, so they're gonna tape the entire <laughs> thing, and you'll yes. be able to watch this hopefully tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll have it ready for the re- the website. But yeah, Laura's gonna learn from the Cirque du Soleil. What do you call them? Performers, athletes, I guess. performers, Ac- acrobats. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- th- she's gonna learn how to juggle and maybe maybe flip off of a trapeze or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll I see. doubt that, but who knows? If I'm feeling adventurous, they let Mike Rowe do it. Yeah. They, they pulled Mike Rowe. It was uh, he had a show on CNN. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't Dirty Jobs. It was like that though. Yeah, somewhat not clean jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they they didn't take him as high as the performer normally goes. Right. But they took but he him. Still got the feel. Yeah. I don't so think... yeah, if they want to bounce you off a tuna net, <laughs> I'd do it. Make sure you get a video. Yeah. yeah. It's safe. I would just go up to him and be like, harness me up and shit whip me. I want to feel what freedom feels like. Let's go. You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Heard daily at 1059thebrew.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.